Elizabeth Kramer. Uh, can you maybe spell Elizabeth? Yeah. E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H Kramer, K-R-A-E-M-E-R. Was she looking at you? No, she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I failed. That's okay. What's your job title? What, what do you do? I'm the director of alumni programs. Okay. And then whoever you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Randall. I'm not Buffy. <clears throat> I am Lee Danker, and I am the executive director of UNO Alumni Engagement. Go ahead and spell that for me. Uh, your name is not everything else. <laughs> right. Lee, L-E-E-D-E-N-K-E-R. Oh, Okay. Um, let's go back. Elizabeth, give me your name again because I, I had the mic set backwards. Oh. Elizabeth Kramer. There we go. Do you need me to spell yeah, again? Go ahead and spell it again. E L I Z A B E T H K R A E M E R. Okay. Randall now. Okay, we're rolling. All right, so in the examples you previously provided, you talked about board involvement and awards as two of the key mechanisms for engaging alumni. Will you please give an example of each? Explain how the experiences made the donor feel, and how did you ensure these interactions were appreciative, professional, personal, and intellectual? Who goes first? Go for it. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's get ready for this, right? Um, well, on our, uh, I'm going to share an example of a person who served on our board of directors for the UNO Alumni Association. This is a person that I did not know. And uh, there was one person on our board who knew this individual at the company that he worked. And when he knew there was a need for a uh, legal advisor on our board, he recommended this person to our nominating committee. Um, we're glad he did. Um, it was a woman who had an undergraduate degree from UNO, but went on to get her law degree at Columbia University in New York. Previously, she had no connection to UNO. Um, uh, other than this individual who knew her and worked with her. Uh, so we met with her as a nominating committee and uh, we, we instantly formed a great relationship. We saw her passion for UNO and uh, the nominating committee invited her to serve as our legal advisor. That was her first connection to UNO in years, in years. Um, she became so passionate about it that she became involved with uh, the College of Arts and Sciences, which is where her undergraduate degree was from, uh, became friends with the dean and was ultimately asked to serve as the Arts and Sciences commencement speaker uh, over the next, I believe it was two years after she joined our board, and ultimately, through the work of the development officers, became a donor to the college. Uh, her term has expired, she's left our board, but she still continues to be a friend and a donor uh, to uh, the College of Arts and Sciences at UNO. And we have lots of people that we've been able to help reconnect with through award recognition, uh, young alumni, as well as um, other outstanding achievement awards that we've been able to maybe help the foundation, uh, development officers, as well as other folks at the university reconnect with those people as using awards as a way to reconnect with them and to start that relationship and to potentially uh, lead to a better relationship down the road. Can I jump in on an awards one now? <clears throat> Are you getting both of us, by the way, at the same time? I'm, I'm on a two-shot the whole time, so you're both okay. on camera all the time. So we have to behave no matter what we do. Yes, I think I was looking all over so when you were talking. <laughs> try to look interested in what he... All right, got it. 
Uh, awards are a great uh, opportunity for us to further a relationship with alumni. Um, we, had a, we had a gentleman who was a donor to the university and a very successful businessman. And probably about six or seven years ago, uh, he was chosen for the UNO Alumni Association uh, Citation for Alumni Achievement Award. Um, and we asked the chancellor to call him and make that uh, uh, known to him and ask if he would come back to UNO for commencement to receive his award. Uh, just by chance, he was going to be on campus the next week. So we went to meet with him in person in the chancellor's conference room. And after uh, we had a chance to talk with him, uh, both the chancellor and I, he uh, respectfully declined the award. He said, uh, you know, I just contributed uh, to this program at UNO. I have no idea if it's going to be successful, and I am certainly not deserving of an award at this point. So please uh, just remove me from consideration. And as much as we tried to talk him into it, he was, he was firm in his decline and, and said, no, I'm not going to accept it. Um, so we, we let it go for a few years. His career continued to do very, very well. And obviously the program that he supported did equally well and it made opportunities available for students to get their education at UNO. Um, so just this year, after asking him every year if he would come back, he finally accepted the award. And this is now after he's contributed more to the university and his career has done even more. So we're gonna have an opportunity to showcase him in front of our graduating class in May of 2016 and let them know about uh, the great things he has done and we'll at that point be able to tell them about his uh, philanthropic uh, uh, service uh, to UNO through his contributions and the programs that he's helped to fund. So it was, it was an interesting relationship and it continues to be an inter interesting relationship. Um, and the key message for us is just don't give up. This is a guy who told us no, uh, but six years later, we have an opportunity to have him on the stage in front of our students as one of the first alumni award winners in Baxter Arena. So really it's a win-win for everybody. engagement leading to a more positive donor experience and advancing an alum from ignorance to awareness on that uh, donor commitment continuum. So lots of our programming is helping on that front. Uh, we're able to move our alums from the ignorance um, part of the continuum to the experience and participation and further just based on um, informing them and getting them involved. And so our Young Alumni Academy is a fantastic example of that. It's a program that other institutions have modeled uh, their own programming after, and it's an opportunity for us to really engage with our alums and get them informed enough about the university so that then they can come, become ambassadors um, for it, and they know what's going on, and they wanna stay engaged and connected with what's going on on campus, and then we're able to hopefully uh, connect them in different ways with the university after they've gone through the program. And they also get to stay connected with one another. We have other programming like our outreaches and then also our, our golden circle that are ways for individuals to reconnect with one another and also to, to stay informed with what's going on on campus. Our golden circle luncheon is a great example of something where they're able to stay connected with um, hot topics, uh, new issues and trends that are happening, and they're all usually in some way, shape, or form connected to a professor or a student or some sort of research that's happening on our campus. And for them to be able to know that that's happening and to have that um, renewed pride in, in UNO is really cool to watch. 
One way to think about it is, is that our donor prospect list is 100,000 people. Uh, we have over 100,000 people who've earned degrees from UNO. That means our alumni base is our prospect list. So our team in alumni engagement, we have to be ready and creatively thinking of ways to engage that huge prospect list every single day. Uh, sometimes it's through programming that Elizabeth talked about, but other times it's through communications. And uh, we're, perhaps a person receiving our UNO alumni magazine may be the very first time that an article in there sparked something that means something to them based on their experience at UNO and suddenly a further relationship is possible. Maybe it's a tweet that, uh, that our intern sends out about something that's going on on campus and they happen to be following us on Twitter and they're excited. So when the annual phone-a-thon person calls, they're gonna answer the phone this time, whereas previously they wouldn't have. Uh, maybe it's a Facebook post uh, where we're, we're putting something about a job that's open in Omaha and, uh, and a company has asked us to put that out there. Um, so therefore, we help them find employment and they're thankful for the university and they're gonna be open to a relationship moving forward. You never know what position a person is going to be in any given day. So we have to always be ready to go. We have to have our A game ready every day. And, and again, we have to continue to remember that our prospect list is huge and they live everywhere. So our, our creative thinking never stops and the innovation is, is clearly something that we have to keep in, in mind so we can help the development officers do their job, so we can help the university uh, help more students. with the foundation will improve the donor experience and alumni engagement. By the way, I just started getting nervous that maybe my thing wasn't straight. Has that been straight? I don't know. <clears throat> Not my mic, but my pin. Oh, I had a new jacket, so I didn't put a pin on this one. A lot of times the I always have a pin on my jacket. And I know. Uh -huh. Sorry, okay, we digress. So, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> You're straight. <sighs> um... Can you repeat the question? How do you think merging with the foundation will improve the donor experience and alumni engagement? The university's alumni base is huge. It's 100,000 people or more who live all over the place. And we're, we're a relatively decentralized university, which means folks in departments can be talking to alumni and we may not be aware of them. Uh, development officers could be speaking with folks that we're not aware of as well. Some of those folks may attend our Golden Circle lunches or they may attend uh, some of our outreaches in Denver or Arizona or wherever they may be. Um, and we just may not be aware of them. Working together with the foundation is going to allow us uh, to not only be aware of those people and help to further whatever relationship is already in place, but also strategically think of ways we can help the foundation further relationships that may not, that may be in the works. Um, for example, if we know that there is somebody who is uh, of interest uh, to UNO, and at this point we know there is somebody in California, uh, we're, we're sitting down with some folks at the university and with, uh, within the UNO development team right now to figure out should we do something in California uh, from the Alumni Association so that we can invite this individual as well as others to come and be part of this event. It's very non-threatening, it's going to be very fun, it's going to be very networking and, and, uh, and social, um, but that could help begin a relationship which we hope will go further down the road. Um, so just having access to each other, having uh, the ability to walk up and down the hall and speak with our colleagues in the, in the foundation I think already has, uh, has paid off in a number of different ways because we're, we're thinking differently now about the external audience. We're thinking about it in ways that fundraisers may think about it 
so we can help put things in place to help you all succeed. The collaboration already has been awesome, so I'm really excited for what's to come. And as a small group of four, we had all these big dreams and goals and things that we really wanted to achieve uh, in order to better interact with and serve our alumni. And now that we're integrated and that we're all together, um, I feel like we have more of that opportunity to do that. And also being all together now, we can hopefully uh, form a united front and help to knock out those goals that are in the advancement agenda of the awareness uh, component, specifically reconnecting alumni and um, helping to develop and improve relationships with uh, non-alums. And we are currently doing that in different ways with some of our programs and some of our events and our communication, but there's all kinds of opportunity for us to do to do it on an even bigger scale and to um, really incorporate that into our engagement plan. So we're excited to help the um, foundation as a whole get to those goals. And now as the United Front, we'll be able to do that. Okay, last question. Please misunderstand or do not realize about how the Alumni Association contributes to the donor experience. One thing that I think we need to make uh, uh, I think make an effort to to address is that uh, through the years there has been some feeling by folks on the university side, on the alumni side, and on the foundation side that we're in competition with each other. Um, we want to wipe that clean. We are not in competition with each other. We're all working together to try and make the university stronger. If we as an alumni engagement team have a relationship with an alum or with a friend of the university or with a neighbor or with a student, that's a great thing because that means that we're hopefully strengthening their relationship with the university as a whole, which can then be even made stronger by efforts by some of the development team uh, members uh, going forward. Um, there, it's been really interesting though through the years to hear how some people feel that we are competing with one another and I think that's one thing that is misunderstood perhaps and, and could be corrected right away. I feel that it's important to make sure that everyone knows it's really challenging to measure our success in alumni work because it's not necessarily as tangible with as as it would be say having a gift or a, a donation uh, we're not able to measure necessarily our engagement as well um, because for all we know, a program, an event, a communication could have been incredibly successful and been something that really just completely sparked something in an alum. And as a result, there could be a donation 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road because of that. And so you never know what it is that, that creates that spark. And a lot of times it could be what we do. And we're kind of, we help to serve as that front door with the relationship building and to get to know those alums and to establish those relationships. And so it's really um, a little bit more challenging to directly tie it to a measure of success uh, like, a, like a donation. Sorry about your egg. You brought okay. it in. I did bring it in. I'm very excited about this egg. Okay. Um, so this is an egg that was given to me last fall by an alum who's a regular attendee at uh, lots of our 
excuse me, lots of our events, but she actually gave it to me um, as just kind of a reminder. She got it in Guam when she and her husband were stationed there in the 70s. And she gave it to me because eggs symbolize life. And she said that coming to the alumni events and seeing us uh, when she did brightened her life. And so this was a reminder for us to know that we helped do that for her. And so I keep it on my desk and it's very special.